0: Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. Hi, everybody. Welcome to my fifth episode of this podcast. I am sorry that it took a minute for us to get to this point. We took a vacation, we went to Arizona, me and my kids, got to see my brother. I got to go on a date with a guy. There's been a lot going on for us. I've had some stuff going on in my personal life that has made it hard for me to focus on this episode, on any episode. Anyways, I'm excited to be sharing this with you because this topic is one of the most requested topics that I have gotten. With it being Valentine's Day this month, I wanted to talk about love, but not your typical Valentine's Day love. I want to start by talking about loving yourself. Your relationship with yourself is the most important relationship in your life. You're going to base every other relationship you have off of that. It's going to show people how to treat you and how much respect they give you. It impacts everything. It's hard to love yourself. It's really hard. Society throws so many different impossible standards at us. People can be really mean, too, and they're just things that are out of our control. When I was in school, elementary, middle, and high school, I was bullied relentlessly about my weight. Even the nice kids called me names like Twinkie. And there was a teacher in middle school who asked me if I was going to be anorexic because I was scared to keep getting fatter. (laughs) Who says that to a middle schooler? And then when I started high school, There was a group of older kids who told me that one of the seniors, who I had never talked to, I didn't know him at all, they told me that he hated me because I was fat. Don't even get me started on what the other students and teachers and parents said when I started cheerleading. That was awful. I loved it. I'm glad that I was a cheerleader, but it was difficult. I am not trying to throw a pity party or anything like that. I just want to show you that I have worked my ass off to be able to love myself. It's hard still especially with things that I've gone through this past year. Well, okay, (laughs) with the past eight years, but this year especially. I want to share my top three things that I have done to help my self-confidence and love myself, even when everyone else says that I should hate myself and my body. So the first most important thing, its also the hardest thing, is to speak kindly to yourself. Pay attention to what you tell yourself. Become self-aware about the way that you talk to yourself, and when you start thinking negatively, shut it down. My mom always told us growing up, If you think you can, you can. If you think you can't, you can't. And that also applies to this. Your thoughts matter. The way that you talk to yourself matters. The way that you talk to yourself is going to influence the way that you treat yourself and the energy that you give off. For example, when you're putting on your jeans and you look in the mirror and you think, oh my gosh, look at my muffin top and I hate my thunder thighs. Whatever. There's a thousand different things that everybody thinks of when they put on clothes. (laughs) Redirect those thoughts. Replace them with positives even if you don't believe them yet. Instead of being annoyed at my muffin top and thunder thighs, I stop myself. I recognize that I'm saying those things to myself. And I tell myself how lucky I am to have strong legs and a healthy body that birthed three babies. You believe what you tell yourself. So If you're constantly putting yourself down, that's how you're gonna feel about yourself that's why affirmations are so important and they actually work they're so simple but they have such a strong effect so write down some affirmations and read them out loud I repeat out loud to yourself every day even a few times a day some of my affirmations sound like this I am worthy of love and respect I am grateful for my body I am smart and fully capable of anything I want to accomplish once you have some of your affirmations written down hang them by your mirror take a picture and use it as your phone screensaver hang a copy on your fridge tape it to your laptop put it everywhere and anywhere put it in places where you can see them throughout the day and remind yourself but it's very important to read them out loud if you're not reading them out loud and saying those things to yourself physically saying them they're not as effective of course they might work but they're not gonna have the impact that they do when you speak them out loud you feel silly it feels real silly standing there looking in the mirror <laughs> and saying I am worthy of love it feels ridiculous but just trust me on this one okay number two take care of your body Okay. Stick with me here. Don't set weight loss goals. Don't even look at the scale. If weight and body issues are your biggest cause of contention in yourself, then this is especially important. Don't get me wrong. Goals are great. Losing weight is great. But in my opinion, it's all focused on the wrong thing. It all stems from the wrong place. We should be focused on making our bodies feel good. Instead of doing a diet that you hate and overworking your body in ways that doesn't suit your body type, try doing things that you do like. Try doing things that actually make you feel good, both body and mind. I know that I could not go on a keto diet because I love donuts too much and I make cookies way too often. I would most likely fail or just be plain miserable. So instead, I tell myself what I can eat and figure out what I'm willing to cut out long term. I know that I could stop eating wrapped candy and drinking carbonation pretty easily. I've done that before. That's not my downfalls. So I would say, okay, those are the things that I'm going to not consume, not going to bother me. But I'm also going to say, I can eat a cookie and a donut every now and then. And when we go to a birthday party, I'm going to eat birthday cake. I'm going to try and focus on being healthy, eating healthy foods. But I'm not going to stop myself when I'm craving a crumble cookie. And side note, I also think that everyone should do the 10-day blood sugar detox to figure out what foods don't agree with their systems. My ex-husband had a constant stomach ache. But then he did the blood sugar detox and figured out that it was dairy products, like cheese, that were causing him to have that stomach ache. And when you exercise, this this one's kind of tricky for me because... Exercise is super important. You need to be exercising your body for your heart health and all sorts of things. But in my opinion, I'm not a doctor. I'm not a coach. I'm nothing. I'm just a girl who has issues. (laughs) I think that people do exercises for the wrong things. You get on Pinterest and all these things pop up. Drop 20 pounds in 30 days, whatever. Focus on your problem areas and lose all this weight. But what about the help that you're trying to achieve with exercise? Do this and you'll be able to go on a hike with your kids. Or do this And your heart will be healthy for 10 times longer. I hope this is making sense. Just do it for you. Do it for your body. And this is more of a mindset thing. If you want to build muscle mass, get a personal trainer. If you want to be healthy, do what makes you happy. If your exercise is walking your dog, then walk your damn dog. And don't beat yourself up if you're not spending 45 minutes at the gym. And I guess I got (laughs) to... gotta throw this in there because it just doesn't connect for some people. Taking care of your body also includes things like hygiene and going to the doctor and going to the dentist, things like that. If you want to feel better about yourself, you need to respect the body that provides everything for you. You gotta take care of your body. When you're sick, take care of it. When you got a toothache, take care of it. Take care of your body. It is how you get and achieve everything in this life. All right, on to tip number three for how to love yourself and feel more confident. Surround yourself with people and things that make you feel good about yourself. You know that Instagram influencer who has a perfect body and she makes you feel fat and ugly every time you see her posts? Unfollow her. The pants in your closet that don't fit and you cry a little bit inside every time you see them? Sell them. Buy pants that fit you, why waste closet space? And the people who are always judgmental about your choices, cut them out. We don't have time for that kind of negativity if we are our own priority. This one's really difficult if you're a people pleaser like I am, but it takes practice and patience. And remember that everything that you do, everything you give back into this world, revolves around how you feel about yourself. So why associate with people who suck the happiness out of you and all of the light out of you? You're doing yourself and everybody in your circle of influence a huge disservice by continuing relationships with those kinds of people. Being selfish in this regard is actually really unselfish. Do yourself a favor and do a life cleanse. Get rid of those negative people, things, people you follow. Honestly, the list can go on and on. If it gives you a bad feeling, if you feel sad or angry when you see that thing or think about that thing, get rid of it. So all three of these things boil down to one major thing, and that is becoming self-aware. Most people don't even know what that means. Being self-aware is defined as Having a conscious knowledge of one's own character and feelings. Not only being able to recognize those things, but fully understand them and where they stem from. Studies actually show that only 15% of people are self-aware, but luckily it's not a fixed trait, so it's something that we can all practice on and improve. So let's take a quick recap of my top three things. Number one, speak kindly to yourself. Stop the negative thoughts and try to replace them with positive ones. Number two, take care of your body. Learn about your own body and what it needs. Respect it. And number three, cut out the negativity. I do have a couple of honorable mentions that I want to add real quick before we move on. I'm just going to list them off. Practice empathy and understanding. Try to understand that hurt people hurt people. Not everything is about you. People are fighting their own battles. Have a dance party. And I'm not joking about this one. You just gotta try it. Whenever we've got a bad case of grumpies in my house, we turn on some Taylor Swift and we have a good dance party and it totally changes everything. Just being in tune with your body like that helps with your level of self-love. Stay on top of your mental health. (laughs) That's why we're here. Learn a new skill, find a hobby, fill your time with uplifting and constructive things that make you happy not the people around you that make you happy. Forgive yourself and others, mostly yourself. Practice forgiveness. There's no reason that we should be carrying around grudges in our hearts. Okay, moving on. I hate Valentine's Day for a lot of reasons. This year, the main reason is because it was my first as a single woman. Last year, my ex-husband and I were separated during Valentine's Day, so it halfway counts. But this year, I was whole ass single. It didn't really matter when I was married because he never got me anything anyways. Eh. (laughs) anyways, I wanted to talk about relationship red flags. Yay! I asked my friends on my personal social media accounts to share some of their favorite red flags. You guys really came out with some good ones and I'm gonna start sharing those, then I'll add my own at the end. And remember, this is not a comprehensive list. If you have a bad feeling about a person, that in itself is a red flag. Red flags can be different for everybody in every relationship. It might even differ from person to person that you are seeing. What could be a red flag with one person might not be with another person. Anyways, we'll get started on this list. Pay attention to how they treat waiters and service workers. How they tip their servers. When they get upset if you spend time with your friends and family. If they have a best friend of the opposite sex. that one's a little debatable because I 100% believe that there can be strictly platonic relationships between men and women. So... I guess that also depends on the person. Not sharing details about finances. If they turn all of the problems on you, everything is your fault. If they don't compliment you and remind you that you're beautiful and worthy. If they repeatedly disrespect you but apologize afterwards. They won't accept responsibility for their actions, even during an apology. If they don't want to talk about their feelings or hard things when they hide their phone. If they have major addictions, but don't work on them or don't acknowledge them. The way that they talk to you, their tone of voice, their word choice, so many different things in that one. This one's my favorite one, is how they treat their mom and how they treat their friends and family and your friends and family. That's also important. If their love or your relationship together is conditional when they're controlling, gaslighting when your relationship feels one-sided, if they're secretive, when they don't care about your emotions, when they fight dirty, if they don't respect your boundaries, you don't feel like you can be yourself around them, they want you to be responsible for their happiness, they expect you to spend all of your time with them, when they expect you to believe their lies and not be hurt by them, when they ask you to change anything, especially especially if they ask you to change something about your looks, lack of communication or affection, when they apologize and change nothing, when they expect you to support them but they don't support you, and they won't get help if you want to do couples therapy and they refuse the help. Red flag. Sorry that was such a long list. And I did want to throw this at the end, that some people will say to stay away from people with mental illnesses or to stay away from people who have been admitted to a mental hospital. But why are those things red flag? If they're managing it and taking care of themselves, how is it any different from having a physical illness? Just because they've been through trauma and their brain might work a little bit differently than some people, doesn't mean they're any less deserving of love. I'm talking about people like me who have been diagnosed with something like bipolar or schizophrenia or dissociative identity disorder. These people who are managing those diagnoses and they're medicated and they're in therapy, their mental state is not something that should automatically be a red flag. That bothers me so bad when people talk like that and think like that. Don't let the butterflies make you overlook the red flags. Realize that you are so worthy of so much more than somebody who doesn't give you what you want. You deserve to be loved wholly and authentically. Don't settle for any less than what you want and what you know that you deserve. I did want to challenge you guys to do something. I hope you take it serious. I really am excited to see what you guys come up with with this. If you listen to this whole episode, you're now required to share with me five things that you love about yourself. Post them on my Facebook page. Tag me in a post. Comment on one of my posts. Message me. Email me. Text me. Send me a freaking letter. It doesn't matter. I just want you to share your five things with me. But you have to do it the same day that you listen to this episode. Brag on yourself. What do you love about you? But if you are having a hard time with this, reach out to the people that you love and ask them what they love about you. It feels like you're fishing for compliments when you do that. But I did that right after I was admitted to the mental hospital. And just hearing things from people that I trust that they loved about me really helped me and made me feel so much better. So if you're having a hard time thinking of five things that you love about yourself, ask. Please ask. Ask me. If I know you, please ask me. Because I love this shit. Okay, so five things. Share with me the same day that you listen to this episode, which is hopefully tomorrow. It's 11 o'clock at night, and I'm going to work my butt off to get this available to you guys in the morning. Okay, I love you guys. Thank you. If you like my podcast, give me a five-star rating on iTunes. Share with people that you think could benefit from what I've said. Okay, love you. Bye. Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now.